Well, good morning. You're listening live from Lancaster, Pennsylvania, where you're going to hear a, uh, a actual Bush League trade today on this week in the Bush League, hosted by the Chief and the Champ. I'm the Chief, and I'm hoping that we can we can close this deal. And Champ, what do you got going this morning? <laughs> wow, that's pushing, putting a lot of pressure on me. Um, so I am the Champ, and I was just reading in the paper that in Melbourne. They are opening a restaurant called Hoots Wings, which is supposedly branded as a family-friendly Hooters. <laughs> a family-friendly Hooters? Yes, What's... and I don't know how to respond to that. I don't know if you want to, or we could just move right to the trade. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I would say I don't even know what that looks like, but who knows? Oh, my gosh. You mean like every other restaurant is family-friendly? <laughs> Or, and appropriately dressed. Oh, boy. Uh, all right. So uh, w- when is it open? Do you know? Um, no. It's, it's, I don't know if you're familiar with the Great Valley area, but yeah. I, I think it's supposed to be right near the Turnpike entrance. They, they had oh. just done those slip ramp yeah. right there yeah. on 29, yeah. and I think it's going to be in there. Um, but um, they're looking for franchisees, and, you know, apparently it's supposed to be a turnkey operation. So whatever that means. Okay. All right. Hey, did you like my uh, tribute to Brent Musburger? Oh, I, I was trying to trying to figure out where that music came from, and, and and I couldn't I couldn't place it. All right. What about now? Can you place it now? Sort of. <laughs> I forget you're you're not a sports fan, really. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Uh, less and less. Yes. But but okay. So you, you say, I'm not a sportsman. Let, let me ask you something. In three weeks, will you be watching the Olympics? Uh, yeah, I like the Olympics. Okay. I love the Olympics. I'm, I, I may have said this before, but uh, Olivia and I try and watch 10 minutes of every, every event, if you will. Okay. Yeah, so, yeah. you know, if there's judo, watch 10 minutes of that. Um, BMX biking, at least 10 minutes of that. Um, so, yeah, it, it, and, and the fact that you can turn on all different stations and catch whatever you want, um, it's not a hard thing to do. Yeah, I'm not sure why some of the sports are Olympic-type sports anymore, but whatever. Like, You want to know? Why? Is uh, I'm guessing that a lot of these sports petition to the Olympic International Olympic Committee, yeah. which is just a higher level of thievery than the NCAA. They're corrupt, just like FIFA. And um, I, I think as long as they meet certain criteria, um, I'm, I'm sure number one amongst those is, hey, you're going to draw fans. Are you going to be able to bring in money to the Olympics? Yeah, sure. We'll put it on. What do we care? So so the Olympics, it, it kind of popped up. The Olympics, are, their, their uh, theme song should be – uh, I think it was Warren Zevon. You know, you ever hear the song "Lawyers, Drugs, and Money"? That's no. <laughs> the Olympics brought to you by Lawyers, Drugs, and Money. <laughs> yeah. Wow! Look, look at that. Yeah. We're not even. We're not even five minutes into the podcast. We're already hating on the Olympic Committee. <laughs> it's well deserved. Holy smokes! Uh, yeah, everybody. Everybody, text us about your thoughts on the uh, International <laughs> Olympic Committee, the IOC. <laughs> Uh, yeah, okay. And maybe we should, I think the Olympics ought to go back to, like, basic stuff, like throwing stones. Like, who, <laughs> <laughs> like why is there it's, badminton? I think badminton was an Olympic sport at one time, and ping pong. 
Like the, well, but that's anything have you, you seen play those? in your basement is are, not an Olympic it's sport. Awesome. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> I, you know what? I, I'd love to take you on two on two in badminton. It, it's a picnic activity. Uh, not the way we play it. Uh, listen, listen. If the Bush League got together after a few beers, it would not be a picnic activity. There would be there would be some some torn ligaments and bloodshed. Look, it's a struggle just to tell coworkers, "Hey, I can't." What are you doing this weekend? I'm playing wiffle ball with my baseball buddies. I can't say I'm going out to play badminton with my baseball buddies. That's well, that it's, an, like it's an after event. It, it, it's kind of like our own bush league decathlon. <laughs> that that's what we should do. We should develop like a day long decathlon. Yeah. Oof. That's 10 events. I don't know. Some of them have to involve. Okay, well, one of the events would have to be drinking, too. So that's kind of interspersed amongst it. Beer, beer pong. <laughs> <laughs> ay, ay, ay. All right, so. Do we have any baseball news today? We do. <laughs> we do. So wh- one of the things you brought up to me this week uh, when we were chatting um, is, hey, you you offered me, well, yeah, you said, hey, what about. Vladimir Gutierrez for Carlos Martinez. And you said, don't answer me. Let's let's talk about it Sunday on air. Yeah, yeah. So that's why I let in with that, you know, looking live thing, because this is a, an historic event, right? Uh, yeah, I would think this has never been done before. Yeah, we, unless people are, you know, have wire, you know, bugs in people's houses and cars, uh, no, no one's actually <laughs> ever heard a, a, a negotiation of a, of a Bush League trade. In the 37 years of existence. So, um, okay, is that what your offer is, Vladimir Gutierrez? Well, well here, here's, here's, here's the thing, right? The, the, these are Vladimir Gutierrez, as anybody that's listened to the podcast over the last two or three weeks, you had missed out on him because um, I, I think you were um, a week late and a dollar short or something, something along those lines. Yeah. And you really liked him, and you've been hating on my boy, Carlos Martinez. And I thought, hey, this is a bit of a challenge trade. Um, I'm not going to use Gutierrez. Um, and if, if you still um, want him, because he, he does have some upside with the Reds, you know, I'll take a chance on Martinez. I may not start him right away, but I'll certainly take a chance. I, I don't know. The Cardinals are quickly um, fading out of the uh, playoff race. So I, I thought this yesterday, and I'm like, oh, I'm going to offer to this offer this trade on the air. Yeah, okay, a couple things. Um, yeah, I'm not hating on Carlos Martinez. I'm just being a little realistic. You're, I, I I, think you told me that he's done. Drop him. Not drop him. You know what I mean? Hey, you need to I, no, I did say. I said yeah. he was a drop in all leagues, yeah. meaning to bench him. Bench him. Put him yeah. on the reserves. And, yeah. of course, he had a really good outing against the Diamondbacks. Independently, if he was just pitching against the Diamondbacks, I probably would have kept him in. But I think he's pitching in Colorado today. Yes, he is. So if we actually had the ad drop on Thursday, I would have kept him for the Tuesday start and dropped him for the Sunday start. Okay. But with that being said, uh, yeah, Vladimir Gutierrez has been not touched up, but he's he, he's been getting a hit a little bit more. Have you seen him pitch lately? I, I have not seen his last start, or maybe even his last two starts. I had seen him uh, his previous two, and you're right. He he just kind of needs to 
he, he's a young pitcher, right? And this yeah. is what happens to most young pitchers. Yeah. Um, if I wasn't married to Carlos Martinez, I'd make the trade with you. So um, am I? Um, am I? T- am I hearing you right? That you're saying no? I'm saying no. Yeah, I'm gonna. I'm, oh, I'm, oh, okay. Yeah, it's, okay. It's not Vladimir Gutierrez. I I think he's probably just as good. Um, so 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 here's what we're gonna do. Um, along with one of the things that we track, you, you know, I will make a point to to track this if Gutierrez pitches well um, and bring this up during the podcast. If he doesn't pitch well, we'll forget about it. <laughs> Yeah, that seems fair. <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh my gosh. Um, yeah, so that was that was pretty uneventful. Um, <laughs> wait, uh, wait, wait. Okay, so he has he has seven saves. Or excuse me, seven starts. Yeah. Um, Thirty strikeouts. So a, a little bit below uh, nine strikeouts per per um, um, per nine. Um, he's a goofball pitcher on Baseball Reference. I mean, based upon that picture, I don't think you would want him. Um, all right, well, well, you know, we can we can re- re- revisit this um, if if uh, Martinez gets touched up today. Um, we, we can talk about it next week. I'm, I'm going to leave it open ended for now. How's that? Well, uh, so the other question I had is, do you want Martinez, or you're just trying to? Hey, I'm not sure about Gutierrez. I'm not sure about Martinez, but you know. He yeah, it's a bit of a challenge trade. Yeah, it's yeah, a bit yeah. of okay. hey, new scenery type thing for both. All right. W- would you take pool host for Gutierrez? No, um, I don't know if I have room for him on, on my okay. roster. Uh, let me take a look. I can't. I can't pull the trigger on that now. So that that'll be a trade in process. Okay. Because I wouldn't mind having Gutierrez just, just to, you know, hanging around. Yeah. I, but 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 here here's here's the problem. Here's the problem for me is that I have five or six arms already on the IL and yeah, by losing right him because yeah, yeah. He, he's going to be on my active roster this week because I, I need I need arms and yeah. I, I don't need more offensive players right now okay all right yeah I'm looking at your roster now your whole reserve is on the IL yeah yeah pitching wise yeah that's what I mean yeah wow okay. And soon as you yeah, said and Gallon, Gallon went back on yesterday. Yeah, I saw that. And soon as you said something nice about Austin Gomber, he won't run in the IL. Yeah, he's been on there. Hopefully, he'll be coming off shortly. Yeah. All right. Okay. All right. So we'll uh, put a pin in that. Yes, right, we okay. will. All right. I hate that term. Um, but whatever. All right. Uh, we, let, let's do the Fab review. A pretty light okay. night last night. Uh, seven players, six teams. Yes. Seven players, six teams. Uh, you picked up I, all Lars Newtbar went, got dropped. I guess he went back into the minor leagues because Bader came back. Um, what's this guy's name? Jared Olivia. Well, Oliva? I thought it was pronounced Oliva. Oliva. Yeah. Like as Antonio Oliva, yeah. but when I listened to a Pirates broadcast and I looked it up on Baseball Reference, it's pronounced. Oliva. Oliva. Okay. All right. Oliva. Yeah. So you picked. Yeah, up- I, you know, uh-huh. again, this is another another flyer on on an outfielder. He'll he'll get some he'll get some starts in the outfield until some players come off the the, the IL, and it's his chance to prove whether sure. he's ready yeah. this year or sometime next year. I think he was a seventh seventh round draft choice, something like that. Okay. All right. Uh, Bearcats pick up two. They 
uh, Gerardo Parra back in the league? Uh, you know what? He has a softness in his heart for uh, for Parra. Yeah. He, he goes through times where he's pretty productive playing part-time. Um, and then Bearcats also picked up Jake Marisnik. Yeah, that, that, that makes sense. He's seen, he's seen playing time because Ian Happ stinks. <laughs> that was a nice retention pick. <laughs> uh, dudes pick up Aaron Ashby, starting pitcher for Milwaukee. And I think that was the only pickup he he had. Uh, I, I swear, when the first time I saw that, I'm like, Andy Ashby's back in the league? <laughs> <laughs> uh, Statman pickup, uh, Paola Espino. Uh, relief yes. pitcher for the Nationals. Um, Lakers get Kyle Mueller. Eight bucks, starting pitcher for Atlanta. Did you put a bid in for Mueller? I did. I wasn't even close. Did you? Well, I was going to ask. Anybody? Anybody? Mueller? <laughs> um, uh, yeah, I, uh, $5 okay. uh, was, was my bid. I, I got I to I outbid. Um, Lakers have some, some money. Do they, and do they still hold the money? They still hold the hammer? Yeah, they might. Yeah, because I don't think he would have dropped below something if. Yeah, I, I think he might. I have to look. Wait, 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 wait. Hang on here. I got it right here in front of me. No. Oh, jeez. Guess who has the hammer? Uh, you? The Sewer Hawks. <laughs> okay. Um, hey, 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 boys and girls. Uh, and then I, I picked up Hunter Green for a dollar. Okay. All right. Well, <clears throat> so... <laughs> Couple more outings by Hunter Green, and he'll be replacing Vladimir Gutierrez um, on the Reds roster. Yeah. That's a nice pickup. Yeah, the Victor Gonzalez is now a beginner, or whatever the hell they call that. Opener. Oh yeah, he couldn't get out of the first inning. <laughs> yeah, that's not a good thing if you're an opener. Yeah, it has you have no value. You have no value in a rotisserie or fantasy baseball league if you're an opener. Interesting that you picked up Hunter Green because um, I don't know if you had any open roster spots. But I would think he would be somebody that you would like to keep. Um, it's, it's, but, but you have a lot of keepers that you, you, you have next year. You're setting yourself up for 2022 when there's no season. Um, yeah. No, I, I didn't have any open slots. And okay. I, I just thought maybe I could get some starts out of the guy. That's all. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. And plus, uh, keeping pitchers is kind of risky. They're, they're, they're not always – consistent well you know we just talked about it just they're young and they're just yeah. not always consistent no no doubt yeah and some of them are 27 and not consistent like martinez <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh we we had a trade this week me and the lakers uh, we swapped will smith and tuan walker for buster posey and zach wheeler um that that makes sense to me a, a bit of a challenge trade um because you're trading positions for positions but um I, I think from your standpoint um you got two players that can be retained at a reasonable price um next year and um obviously posey is having an all-star year right he got voted in um he did yeah at, at catcher and zach wheeler we've talked about zach wheeler on this podcast the the, I, I think, since I don't watch the Phillies, but I, I believe he's their best starter this year. Oh, yeah, yeah, by far. He's, yeah. Yep. I think DeGrom and I think 
I actually think you could look at him next. Gausman has more wins, but that's because of the the guys for the Phillies that actually watch the game from center field and come in in the seventh, eighth, and ninth. Um, <laughs> oh, I think he's going to say it's because the Giants have a better manager than the Phillies. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe it, maybe it is. Uh, um, actually, Thwan Walker is the reason Rick's ahead of me and wins. So. Mm. I, by default, I yeah, because I think Tuan Walker has seven or eight wins and Wheeler has six. Yeah, I mean Walker's had a really good year um, this year, um, and, and it's the first time he's done it. So you you often wonder can can he sustain yeah. that if, yeah. if he is part of your your future plans? Yeah, I mean for a quarter, I, I mean I, I I'll see what happens. But Will Smith was was a guy that I I think is going to be a good player and. Um, I think I got well, I got a lot out of Posey. I don't think anybody expected Posey to have this type of year to start off. So, uh, no, yeah. no. But but I wonder as a catcher if you know having last year off helped him. Yeah, probably. You know, it takes a you take a sabbatical, come back refreshed, mentally ready to go. Yeah, and and Will Will Smith. Um, he's what West Philadelphia, born and raised. That's yeah. Oh, sorry, the wrong one. Never mind. But he does. Um, yeah, yeah. He, I, I, I thought Rick and I were, were, were we were talking with Will Smith. I mean, he's okay. got he's got some value going forward. Yeah, I, I think he does. I think he's a good hitter, and you know, we'll kind of see what happens. Um, so yeah, that that was that's the only trade. At, you know, when you talk about trades, the Major League ba- Baseball started, um, and we'll get into that later. But I think this is a beginning of of some movement because we got we had two players yep. traded this year agreed all right uh just real quick while we're we'll just follow the agenda here uh all-star game 13th it, it looks like it's rick said it starts at uh eight o'clock in colorado is that about right yes okay yeah yeah uh right now we got the bulls the Statman, the ducks the auditors the roosters and the lakers are confirmed in hawks and bearcats confirmed out and I'm going to call the dudes and the Rebs this week. Okay. All right. Do we have a start time and a location? Well, uh, we do have a location. It's the Iron Hill Brewery in uh, Eagle View. I think it's new. Yes. Have you been there? I have. It's very nice. Okay. So if you could uh, um, you know, get there a little early. Um, I would say, yeah. Do we want to get there? Is a little early, like 7? Uh, yeah, I could probably be there around seven ish. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. We'll send that out to everybody. We'll send the address okay. and time out to everybody. All right. Cool. Uh, I voted some uh, non-league members that we all know to, as well. So. Okay. Yeah. Uh, well, do, do they listen to the podcast? That's got to be uh, um, part of their entry fee. Yeah, pr- probably not. They have access to it, but I'm sure they don't listen. Well, uh, everybody has access to it these days, right? Like and subscribe. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Um. So the uh, Bearcats. Hey, why, why? Why didn't the Bearcats make right. it? Right. So Bearcats came back and said uh, they have a regular Tuesday evening commitment that they'd like to honor. So it's okay. pretty vague on that. Um. Plus, he said uh, uh, the he said the Bearcats referring to himself is about to go about to go belly up, and proximity would make its bloated carcass more vulnerable to bush league vultures. Oh. <laughs> Man, that, that 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 guy is messed up. <laughs> now, Loaded carcass. <laughs> yeah. 
So he referred to them as Bush League vultures. I refer to them as hyenas. Uh, either way, it's the same I, I say thing. jackals. Jackals. But yeah. Yeah. Uh, I guess he's concerned about getting pinned into a corner trying to trade everyone that's any has any value to him. Um, which, all right, I get that. Yeah. If you're just not in the mood to deal. Hey, uh, did, did you want to talk about last year, a little bit of foreshadowing that Tom did um, about into this year? Right. So you remember Tom, when he when we, we picked uh, old names, we were, the whole season was kind of jacked up. So we, we, we said, hey, you can have any team name you want. So Tom comes back with the ferocious squirrels because he had a – squirrels on on his deck that was that were just you know living there for the most part and and not fearful of any human um but then he he also said about uh the one squirrel got nabbed by a hawk yeah right just right in front of him or michelle or one of the two and saw the whole thing and then the hawk swooped out and grabbed the squirrel took it away you know we all know what he did with it um yeah which is kind of what we're seeing this year. It, yeah, right? Yeah. Yeah. Of course, the hawk is eating every one of us. It's just, <laughs> it's yeah, just, a little bit of foreshadowing <laughs> by, uh, by, by Tom, whether he knows it or not. Um, that was, uh, well, yeah. I'm sure he does know it. Yeah. Um, that was, he said that, he, and he said that in, what, 2020. Yeah. So it was a yeah. bit of an allegory. Yeah, it was. Yeah, that's funny. Um, I can't imagine seeing a hawk just rip a squirrel right from a deck. <laughs> Can you imagine that? God bless. Um, yeah, so so we have that. Um, we we did the we did the fab review, but uh, when you look at the standings for this week, if you look at the period, um, you know the Hawks had a better week this week than they did they did last week. Right. Yeah, isn't that disheartening when when he has forty nine? I mean, he overall he had eighty one and a half points, yeah. forty nine of which were batting, and it, it, I mean he's just he's just making distance with every. It's almost like he's toying with everybody. Yeah, uh, Lakers had another good week. Uh, the Bulls and 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 you had a really good week. Statman was about average. Rebs were about average, which I don't I don't know. And, he, and we're going to talk a little bit about him. He's. He's got some things to deal with here. Um, okay. Uh, you let me know because I have some stuff for him. Yeah, and then the Roosters, the Bearcats, and the Ducks. Uh, we, we just had horrible weeks. Um, yeah, it's uh, – when you look at 81 points for the, for the week and you look at a team like the Lakers who's chasing them, they have 70 and a half, which is a pretty good week, and they, they lost ground. So I, I don't even know what to say. Overall – uh, Bob's the Hawks are still perfect at 50 in, in the offensive category. Um, Statmen are hanging in there and the Lakers are hanging in there. Um, other than that, it, it's just going to be tough. And it, you know, I can appreciate the Lakers. He was, he was banging on you for a trade, banging on me for a trade. And he knows he's got to do something. So it's, it's good. Right. So, so, so here, yeah. So here's what I would say. I mean, the Lakers are only six pe- six points behind, uh, the Hawks at this point. If if he can flip, um, if, if if there's one Achilles heel right now for the Hawks, or yeah, it's it's it saves right. He has 20. Uh, Lakers have 14. That's hard to make up. But if the person ahead of both of them has a let's just say a pitcher like Josh Hader that he dangles in front of both of them, 
that can be the difference of a title. And yeah. as we've talked about, flags fly forever. Yeah, or maybe I'll even I'll, I can even dangle Hector Neris. No, wait a second. This is my, this is my. You can't jump on this. This is my. This is about me. No one wants Hector Neris. <laughs> I'm not a threat. Well, are you saying they're the same level, uh, Hater and Harris? Uh, Neris? Yeah. No, they're not the same. They're not the same anything. Uh, no, you're right. <laughs> yeah. Be, because if the Lakers pass the Sewer Hawks, that's a two point flip. Yeah. Yeah. And then he's in real striking distance. If you can get within three points, then you're in real business. Uh, yeah. And, and just, just you know, Hader has 20 strikeouts in 32, excuse me, 20 saves in 32 innings. In those 32 innings, he has 55 strikeouts. Wow. That's like, that, 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 that's close to an average of 17 um, per nine, something like that. And an 0.55 ERA, 0.73 whip. Wow. Yeah, that's pretty impressive. Um, and if you look at the middle, uh, the you know the dudes are hanging in there in fourth. Uh, then you're right behind them, the Bulls and myself. Um, the, a lot of these categories are pretty close, and that's why yes. me, you, and the Bulls flip. You know, actually throughout the week, and the dudes have a bad week, then one of us climbs up to fourth. Uh, all right, let's so, start with. So what's what's your goal in all of this? You know, because let, let's be honest, you, me, dudes, Bulls. Um, Rebs, um, three, unless the bottom drops out for those guys. Is your goal just to get to as, as high as you can? I mean, I've already stated that I want to get into the top half, and if I can get into fourth, um, even better. Yeah, uh, yeah, that's my goal, while, while at the same time realizing that, you know, if if I could pick up a guy like Will Smith, I'm going to do it. I, I feel like yeah. he's, he's okay. the same player as Buster Posey. I'm not going to keep Buster Posey, so – yeah, I think with strikeouts, I'm kind of maxed out. I don't think I could pass you. I, I'm 26 behind you, but I was like 38 at one point. Um, and offensively, you know, I, there's nothing I can do. I, I need guys like Suarez and Blackman to produce. Like, that's, it's not, I mean, there's nothing else I can do here. I, I just need them to perform. And you always, you always hope for that second half flip. You know what I mean? In, in players, because it happens a lot. You know. Yeah, you know, isn't yeah. that the interesting part? Is, is that all of the pain and suffering that we already have? Um, <laughs> we're only halfway through the season, so I know. so we, we we still have, you know, we, we still have three more months of this. It's it's brutal. Yeah, and uh, um, yeah, so you know, nineteen points offensively, I, I certainly can have a lot. I I, I don't know, I don't know about a lot, but yeah, I, I can gain some more points there. Um, and you, you mentioned about the Rebel Alliance. So they lost Corey Dickerson this early in the week with a trade or maybe, yeah, he lost, they lost Dickerson in a trade and then they have this Trevor Bauer thing where he gets yeah. suspended. All right. I, is it, I don't think they use the word suspended. Uh, administrative leave. Administrative leave. Right. Uh, Corey Seager gets flipped to the 60 day DL. Um, and that may just be because they needed some players and, they, you know, he'll come back in July, but I don't know. Uh, Arietta's falling apart at the seams. Bauer gets put on administrative leave. Um, Nola is having a bad year. Yeah, he, he's, he's at a crossroads, I think. What are your thoughts? 
Yeah, um, he's he, he's at the crossroads and needs to make a deal with the devil or something like that. It's uh, it's it, it's really bad. Um, his week this week um, w- w- was decent, but that was really um, carried by uh, Ozzy Albies had a, had a great week. Yeah, three homers, thirteen yeah. RBIs, yeah. Um, and I, I think he got some. some while his pitching was bad, and uh, Velasquez and 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 Walker Buehler. Um, both had um, had starts where they gave up no earned runs. Uh, so and Smiley, Smiley so, had a good outing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you know, as we talked about, this this could this could literally be his dead cat bounce, and you know <laughs> he might bottom out after this. Yeah, I, I'm wondering what's going to happen with Bauer. Um, I, I mean, I don't I don't know what's going to happen with this guy. Um, it, it's interesting. How will baseball attack this? Do they leave him on administrative leave until in, until they investigate? And you know, investigations done correctly will take some time. Yeah, I, I know. And and um, yeah, it, it, it's a strange it's a strange thing. And and I mean, I, I that's that. I mean, it's bad for him. It's bad for the maybe a victim and and. Um, it's bad for the Dodgers, and it's just a bad situation, man. You know, I, I don't even know how you get out of this. I don't know how you dig yourself out of that. For- uh, you, you just hope the investigations come clean and hope the investigation um, clears your name. But, you know, this is this is a recurring theme, you know, throughout the podcast, unfortunately. Yeah. <laughs> Thank goodness the Mets didn't sign him. That would have been... <laughs> Maybe Major League would have shut down the whole Met system, um, or, or or the Braves, or the Braves. Yeah, um, yeah. So yeah, the the uh, the Rebs the Rebs got some work to do uh, to kind of half stay in this thing. Yeah, and, and his team is still good. Albies has almost sixty ribs. Yeah, you feel bad about the Corey Seager thing. It's you know it's just one of those things that he gets hurt. Um, and Bryant was having a pretty good year. He kind of cooled lately. Um, but yeah, he, he, he has the players to do it, to turn it around. It's, it's, it's just, yeah, you, you get all of that at once. It's tough, but you know what? One thing he has going in his favor and he'll always have this year is that he got Johnny Cueto. <laughs> right. Yeah. It's probably going to turn into his best pitcher. <laughs> <laughs> nah, that's not true. Cause it, he's got Bueller. Um, yeah. And, and even when he made the trade for bets, Betts still hasn't woke up yet. Which makes it yeah that that's that's gonna I I gotta believe that's gonna turn around soon yeah sure like there's still there's still two everyday starters that are hitting under two hundred Jamie who who are they well Suarez and De Young oh. okay how yeah does, how does that happen um De Young right now is. Um, he was hurt for a, a good port, a portion okay. of the season uh, and coming back now. I, I, I just don't know what kind of player he is. And I actually I actually floated a trade um, in front of Bill, a, a, a trade on behalf of the Cardinals. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Because the Cardinals, the Cardinals aren't going anywhere this year. They're, they are who they are right now. They're a 500 team. And I asked Bill, do you think the Cardinals should actually, just like the Statman did, should the Cardinals actually trade Jack Flaherty right now? Oh, 
Okay. Yeah. So anyway, yeah, uh, we're, we're going off on a yeah, different yeah, yeah. topic, but yeah, that's a discussion for another day. All right. Um, and then uh, we had some baseball news. We talked about Corey Dickerson being traded to the to the Blue Jays. My man Tim LeCastro goes to the Yankees. Um, I don't yeah, know it's a great day to be a bomber. Yeah, it is. I don't know how much time he's going to get there. Um, uh, you made a note earlier in the week. Giants pitching staff, Gausman, Discafini, yes. Wood, and Cueto are all former Reds. <laughs> Do you think the Reds could use some pitching this year um, <laughs> with, with that team to go along with their hitting? Yeah, isn't that strange? Giants, you know, one of the reasons why they have the best record in Major League Baseball, I, I still think they do, right? Um, I, I didn't check this morning, but it's because of their pitching. And as you pointed out, Gosman, Descalfini, Wood, and Cueto all did time in Cincinnati. Yeah, and Descalfini was never healthy there. I think this is his first year that he's actually really been healthy and had a starting spot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah he was back and forth. With, 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 I mean, he showed flashes of who he is now. Yeah, um, with yep. Cincinnati. Yeah, but he can never kind of keep it together. Um, so the the Cubs and the Brewers had a crazy game on Wednesday. Uh, Brewers scored 15 runs, and your guy Yelich went 0 for 5. How annoying is that? Uh, so so let's let's go back for a second. Let's set, let's set the scene because um, I think this was a Wednesday game, and I I have uh, you know I'm watching the Cardinals and up on the the, the ticker, um, they're they're showing that the Cubs put up a seven spot against the Brewers in the top of the first. And I'm like, oh, that game's over. And then I look a little bit later, and all of a sudden, in the bottom of the second, the Brewers put an eight spot on on the board. So now they're up 8-7, and then they go on to score seven more unanswered runs. And at the end of that, I told Terry, like, how is it possible that the Brewers score 15 runs and my player doesn't have any runs RBIs in Christian Yelich? It's, it's, it's painful. It's maddening. It's yeah, yeah. I don't, and, I don't know. I don't know even. I can't even describe it. So so frustrating. And what, what, one of the funny things you, we were talking about earlier is uh, you said you know, and you mentioned on podcasts in the past about hey, if you're interested in Yelich, give me a call. Right, and yes. you said you talked to the Seahawks, and the Seahawks told you I don't know if he can fit in my lineup. <laughs> Yeah, he, 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 kind of, he kind of pissed me off with that, made me mad with that. And then I looked at his roster, and I'm like, yeah, he's probably right. He probably couldn't make the roster. Yeah. <laughs> Damn him. Damn those Hawks. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe he could fill in for fam once in a while. I don't know. I don't know. Let me think about it. <laughs> yeah, he, he'd be a nice piece to have on my bench. <laughs> depth. He's yeah. trained for Yelich yeah. for depth. Yelich isn't even as good as uh, Willie Adama. <laughs> that is hilarious. That, that's a funny. That, that's something funny. Is it funny? Is is it funny, Raj? Is it funny? <laughs> it's a little funny. A little bit. It's a little bit. Um, Kyle Schwarber. Uh, I don't know if he got a new bat or he got a new shoes. Whatever. Uh, he was a National League Player of the Month in June. He had 16 homers in in 18 games within the month, and he had 30 ribs. That's a pretty good month. Yeah, boy, wouldn't the Cubs like to have that back? Uh, you know, Jock Peterson has done okay. Um, but, yeah, Schwarber was just incredible. Leading off home runs, right? Yeah. They yeah. were they were leadoff home runs. Leadoff homers, yep. And he's Ricky Henderson without the speed. <laughs> yeah, he probably steals bases because people forget he's there. <laughs> it's 
uh, July 1st, I sent out a tweet. It was Bobby Bonilla Day. Yay. Yeah, we only got a couple more years of this. What, 2030? Is it really 2030? Yeah, I guess. All right. Yeah, we got another 10 years. Shoot. All right. Um, and then Mississippi State, the Bulldogs, won the first College World Series. Did that surprise you when you heard that? Um, it did. I, I don't follow college baseball all that much. I, I know that lately the SEC seems to be uh, the sports conference for pretty much everything. Um, and they beat another SEC team, right, in Vanderbilt. Yeah. Um, it, it was surprising when I saw you type that into the notes, and I, I actually looked it up. I, I was shocked that they didn't win a, they didn't win a title because they were good before and, and the, college baseball was a thing. You know what I mean? Before it got okay. to where it is now. Uh, I'm talking like 70s into the 80s. Um, yeah, they had really good teams. Um, yeah, so I was a little, I was a little surprised at that. Um, particularly when, when, when Vandy has um, probably going to have two first-round draft choices, right? Top five draft choices in Kumar Rocker and Jack Leiter. Yeah. Um, and, and Mississippi State used to be like that. I mean, that's where – well, that's where Clark and Palmero are from, and I think they were drafted oh, right. the same year. Yeah, yeah, they were drafted Good one. the same year. Uh, and speaking about the NCAA, so we had some responses on our wa- your walk off last week. Fire away! Yeah, yeah, let's hear them. Uh, a lot of agreement with you. Hundred uh, uh, Statman. I'm surprised. Uh, Statman say 100 percent agree with the auditor's position on college athletes. Uh, Jay Billis, I guess had a. He, uh, Bill used the term scathing, but accurate, in my opinion, indictment on the NCA. It's a good listen. Were you able to listen to that? I didn't. Um, Bill said that, you know, I needed to Google it. And, you know, okay. I, I prefer the – I'm too lazy to Google this these days. I prefer people send it to me directly like you do. So, I, I you know, God forbid I have to actually use like 12 or 15 keystrokes. Well, you got a lot going on. <laughs> True that. Uh, yeah, I got to listen to it, though. Uh, Bob Freeze, I think amateur athletes should be able to make whatever they can on the side. Why should they be punished just because they play a sport? Uh, yeah, so yeah, on all these amateur athletes going to have side hustles now. Uh, Bob Kirk, there you go. Um, he says, great podcast by the Chief of the Champ. Agree with Jamie on the amateur issue. Release the hounds. Uh, and he also added uh, he likes our longer walk-off thing. Yeah, that was that, that. That just kind of evolved, didn't it? I didn't really mean to go off on the NCAA, and then you asked some questions, and yeah, that just that, that just that just evolved. It's it's going to be a weird situation because you know you were correct last week, Raj, when you say that it's 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 a slippery slope because I I know there well I've read so anecdotally that you know some players are already starting to have GoFundMe pages. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So the, yeah. yeah. Um, and it's funny is that, uh, you know, it, and it's not the school or the NCA paying players. It's the players okay. being able to earn money while they're on scholarship, whether they work at Turkey Hill or they have, uh, sign and autographs at an auto dealership, it, right? They, now they're able to earn money while they're on scholarship. Cause in the past they weren't allowed to. Hey, how about this scenario? Can you can you see this? One of the football players uh, out at Alabama tells Nick Saban, "Hey, coach, can you wrap this up? I got an autograph session in thirty minutes." <laughs> well, yeah, that guy he'll be playing for Pitt 
the next week. <laughs> <laughs> hey, but you might be making more money there, so yeah, who cares, right? And, well, you know what's funny is that you know how many blue chip you know, players are recruited out of high school than ever actually play in college. I mean, there's tons of them. You know, they, you know, these these uh, boosters take a bath on a lot of players. You know, that never really turn out to be as good as everyone thought. But, they would but why? You said boosters take a bath. Well, I mean, I'm I'm assuming that boosters give them cash. As yeah. You know, well, that, that's on that's on them. The heck with the boosters. Who cares? Yeah, I, mean, I get it. I mean, yeah. all they want is is access and a winning team. So hey, they're they're throwing their money away. It's it's all it's all speculative money. Yeah. Good for them. It Keep is. the economy afloat. Throw some my way. <laughs> um, and then uh, baseball news. Uh, we, we have our halfway through the season pirate tiger update here. Yeah. Uh, Tigers are 36 and 46 with a, for a 439 winning percentage. They're 10 games back. Uh, they're actually not playing too bad. Um, they're they're not in last place. Uh, they're in third. Oh, yeah, they're in third, right? Yeah, Kansas. They got City. some bad teams behind them. Kansas yeah. City and Minnesota. Kansas City's young, so they're probably right where they need to be. Minnesota's like a complete shock, probably to the whole baseball world. Um, yeah, yeah, they're 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 out of it. There's no, I don't think they can dig out of this thing. Um, well, I would, I would think Donaldson's going to go. I would think Barrios is is going to go. Um, yeah, yeah, I would start trading yeah. off some pieces if I were them. Yeah, and then the the Pirates are 20 games out right now. <laughs> well, it, it it doesn't help that the the Brewers have just what won 10 in a row, 11 in a row, something like that. Since since you called them out as as it being a team that hits 212. Um, now they started hitting, and they've gone on a 10-game winning streak and blowing everybody in the Central away. Right, so I looked. Do you know what they're hitting now? What, uh, 230? 222. Okay. God, imagine if they hit 250. They're going to be they're gonna have a 30-game lead. <laughs> uh, of course, the Pirates are not as bad as the Arizona Diamondbacks. Nope. Nope. So I got a six-game lead on you in this bet, huh? Yeah, this this bet's over. The Pirates aren't digging you out think? of this. Uh, I wouldn't say that. I'm not confident yet, um, but yeah, it's it's feeling pretty good. You know, I'd I'd love to uh, to beat you on these kind of bets. Yeah, the the part, I I imagine they're going to start bringing guys up here soon. I don't even know who 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 do they have to trade? Like they, I don't who, know who's that? The Pirates. The Pirates? Yeah. Um, well, I, I think they have two big pieces: Brian Reynolds and Adam Frazier. Yeah, but they're they're pieces. I mean, they're not big. You know, you're, you're getting an everyday player. That that's all you're getting. You know, you're not well, going uh, yeah. to change the direction it, of your team. It's not bonds. It, 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 if if you do that with those, if you trade those two players, then you're doing a real rebuild on a rebuild. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Then I see my man O'Neill Cruz come up. Um, yeah. And then they have another guy Gonzalez down there too. Um, yeah. Anyway, Nick Gonzalez. Yeah. It's a guy who broke his finger or broke his hand or something early in the year. Yeah. Uh, I do have a twib note this week. Uh, this week of beer brought to you by Schaefer. Schaefer, the one beer to have if you're having more than one. Uh, from the New Trail Brewing Company, Broken Heels. It's a hazy IPA. Have you ever had this thing? No, I've, I've never even heard of – I've heard of Long Trail, which is in the Adirondacks in New York. But where's New Trail? Uh, Williamsport. Williamsport, Pennsylvania. Ah, okay. How was it? Uh, I thought it was really good. I had lunch with a friend of the sh- friend of the show, John Welsh. Yeah, um, yeah. 
and it's a 91 in the beer advocate. So it's pretty, so, so it's let me ask you something. Um, so so friend of the show, John Welsh, um, he, he is an avid um, micro beer lover, right? He's like me. He, like we, we, lately, we've been starting to dip in a little bit, and we're probably. Oh, I thought he was a micro beer fan because I, I thought he was making fun of you when you were still drinking uh, old man beer, which is Yingling. Right. Well, he would, but he didn't far. He didn't travel too far off the reservation here. I guess I should have uh, said that. Yeah. Nah, nah, but his nah. his sons are, so that's what leads him into other stuff. Uh, he's probably a little further into the pool than I am. Um, but yeah, okay. yeah, I thought it was good, <laughs> and I'm starting to like those hazy IPAs. They look weird initially to me, um, but yeah, I, I like the taste. It, yeah, it was really good. I, I I think it's a perfect way for people that m- most people, um, and I Rick, correct me if I'm wrong. Most people don't like IPAs because of the bitterness, and and I think a, a hazy IPA because they add the lactose in it. To give it the, the haziness and it's a little bit sweeter because mm. it's lactose. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, it, it's, it's it's a way for people to kind of gradually move into um, into IPAs. Yeah, and I do like the straight IPAs because, like, if I had a go to, it would be Dogfish. That's okay. That's the sixty a, or ninety? Uh, probably the sixty. Yeah. Okay. I I mean, yeah. I I've had the ninety and I've had the seventy five. I've never had the one twenty. Okay. You ne- you never had the 120. No. Nope. Wow. Okay. Yeah. All right. Probably because it was situational awareness. <laughs> well, I, I would say do that at home or have somebody that's going to drive you. <laughs> yeah. Situational awareness for the 120. Yeah. You need to have it. Uh, you need yeah, to have yeah, a plan and have someone to execute the plan. <laughs> uh, that is, yes. <laughs> uh, okay. So we'll. Uh, we talk about this week or today in baseball history. Uh, it's pretty. We have something to lead off with. It's pretty infamous. 1939. Lou Gehrig gives his "Today I consider myself the luckiest man on the face of the earth" speech to 61,000 Yankee fans. Probably the most iconic video, baseball. Yeah. So, so that wasn't. From what I've read, and tell me if this is wrong, he hadn't rehearsed that speech. In fact, he was reluctant to even speak. Yeah. That day, is that correct? Yeah, uh, yeah, yep. Um, yeah, it, I, I think it's it's really I- iconic. Like that's mm-hmm. yeah. There's not many old old movies trails that you would see um, that top that. That was that was pretty cool. Um, in 1980, Nolan Ryan K. Cesar Geronimo for his three thousandth K. Uh, Geronimo was also Bob Victim's three thousandth victim. So, so Gibson probably got his 3,000 strikeout probably in 1975, I'm guessing. Yeah. And then he, then you're saying that in 1980, he was Nolan Ryan's victim? Wow. Yeah. Wow. Well, that's good for, good for Geronimo for hanging around that long. Uh, so, I mean, two Hall of Fame pitchers, that's, that's a nice claim to fame. Yeah, so I looked it up. Nolan Ryan has 5,714 Ks, and there is no wow. one close. I think Randy Johnson is, is next. At, at what what amount? Uh, like four thousand. Uh, yeah, he's he's wow. a, he's a thousand behind. Well, he, he you know Nolan Ryan was a freak of nature, right? Oh yeah 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 yeah. 
Yeah. I mean, yeah. Ryan Pitt's like 14 more years. He <laughs> can still take out batters now. <laughs> I don't know if you remember, but there was a time when him and Carlton both passed. Was it was it Christy Matheson? Yes. When they both passed him, and they were actually they would go back and forth. They were neck and neck. Yeah. yeah. And then, you know, Carlton just he, he broke down pretty quickly. And, uh, you know, Nolan Ryan is, you know, what he is now. Um, yeah, yeah. Blew by everyone. Uh, yeah, it's, it's it, it, it was kind of cool to watch him pitch. Um, and, and if you ever, I know you don't like, you know, typing stuff in, but l- look up the 79 All-Star game on YouTube where he strikes out Lopes, Parker, and I forget, maybe Pete Rose in, in the first inning. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's it's pretty. That's a tall order for me. It's a <laughs> no, it is. Yeah, uh, maybe Siri can get it up for you. Just just say it. <laughs> uh, 1985, the Mets beat the Braves 16-13 in 19 innings. Uh, Brave relief pitcher Rick Camp hit a game tying homer in the 18th. Uh, there were two rain delays, and the after game fireworks started at 4:05 on July 5th a.m. <laughs> Why are you shooting off fireworks at four in the morning? That's that that that's funny. But I want to say Rick Camp was was rostered in the Bush League, and I'm going to make a statement, and Bill can prove me that this is wrong. That I that I believe Bill had Rick Camp that year. So I'm sure he was a a rostered player, um, and I'm going to look. I'm looking up his stats. 1985. Yeah, I'm going to do that too. He was he was a relief pitcher. Yes, four and six. Uh, three nine five ERA, uh, no saves. Yeah, he was. Yeah, not much. Not much of really anything. Um, All right, maybe I have my year wrong. Maybe it was eighty four. Eighty four. He, he made twenty one starts. That would probably be right. Eight and six with a three two seven ERA. Yeah, a little high of a whip, but um, yeah, I'm sure he made a roster. Of course, there was only five of five teams at that point. I don't know. Maybe he didn't. But I feel like he would have. He's a starting pitcher. 84, 84, we had five teams. 85, we had six. Six yeah. teams, I believe. Yeah. yeah. So maybe 84. Yeah. All right. Uh, Rick Camp. Uh, I, th- I think he became the last relief pitcher, or the only relief pitcher to hit a home run in that late in the game. I'm sure it was. I'm sure they huh. ran out, ran Look out at of this. He went to University of West Georgia. That's where my niece went. Okay. Wow. There you go. Who knew? Almost famous. Let <laughs> <laughs> uh, me just let me just scan through. I feel like I forgot something here. Um, I guess we didn't. All right. What, what are you walking off with today on uh, July fourth? So I'll, I'll slow pay this paste this so if you want to scroll back through the notes but uh i, I want to read to you a, an excerpt from a book that i'm reading right now and i'm going to leave out a blank and i want you to fill in the blank and then i'll then we'll walk through this okay so the passage from the book that i'm reading is it says occasionally against bush league rosters blank and you can fill in the blank would wave his fielders to the bench and handle the hitters himself the Lone Man on the Field. And that's an excerpt from the book called Our Team. So I want you to fill in the blank. Who did that? Me. 
that. <laughs> yes. In the Bush League, that was absolutely you. When I read that, I'm like, oh, my gosh, this is you. I, don't, I didn't wave him to the bench. You told him to sit down. I just told field. him to sit down. <laughs> yeah, but, that's because they were too lazy and they wanted to sip on their beers while they were out in the field. But that, yeah. that, that set that hitter off. <laughs> yeah. I think he was pretty pissed. So do you, the question is, do you know who, what pitcher that was that did that? Um, uh, I don't. So I'll read it one more time for everybody. Occasionally, against Bush League rosters, Blank would wave his fielders to the bench and handle the hitters himself, the lone man on the field. Are you talking about a... It was... Go ahead. Are you talking about a big league pitcher? He wasn't at that point. He was. Oh, Satchel Page. Yes. All right. Yep. Satchel Page. Yeah, I can see him yep. doing. You that. got it. Yep. Yeah, there's a lot of similarities between you and Satchel Page. <laughs> 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 anyway, <laughs> let that sink in for a second. All right. Um, yeah, anyway, yeah. the the book the book that I'm reading is called Our Team. And it chronicles, it, it's supposed to, it, it intersects the 1948 Cleveland Indians, their last, I think, last and only World Series, um, with four players, and, and that being Satchel Page, Larry Doby, Bill Veck, and Bob Feller. Okay. All right. Yeah. So it's a pretty interesting read. I'm about two-thirds of the way through it. But when I read this passage, I, I thought of you immediately. <laughs> you and you and Satch. Oh, boy, that's funny. I'm, man, I'm, I feel good about myself that I figured it out. Yeah, that was good. All right. All right. Uh, this is what I'm walking off with. I, I came to a realization at some point during the week, and I thought of things I like about not raising teenagers anymore. Oh, there's probably a lot of them. We, we, we only have a few more minutes, right? Right. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna <laughs> to list, list a couple. Uh, I, know okay. where, I know where my car keys are at all times. Uh, when I get in the car, there's gas. Yes. Yeah. Right. Okay. Uh, there aren't 35 forks, spoons, and knives that are shoved into the first utensil slot in the dishwasher. <laughs> <laughs> there are glasses in the cupboard when I reach for one. Okay. Yeah. Nice. And when I wake up on a Saturday and Sunday, there aren't 37 people in my family room that I don't know who they are. Sleeping over. <laughs> that sounds like a bad comedy, right? Who are you? <laughs> what are you doing in my house? <laughs> yeah, so uh, I'm sure some of those things uh, you kind of remember. Um, I don't know, maybe not. Uh, but just for uh, Josh and, and um, uh, you know, kind of what to look forward to. Um, yeah, yeah, it's a little bit of foreshadowing for, yeah. for, for Josh. It's a... It's a um, Cautionary tale here. <laughs> I think his kids are still little, but yeah, he 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 needs to get it in order now. Like, yeah. We're, so we're so let me start. let me ask you something here. You, you know, you, you go through that phase and, and you take it as it comes because yeah, as, yeah. as a parent yeah. of, of teenagers, you're, you're let's be honest. Everybody's pretty much faking it. They don't they don't really know what the hell they're doing. Yeah. You know, and, no, and I right. included myself in there. And you just you just kind of hope for the best. You lay some ground rules. And you hope for the best that, you know, in certain moments they make the right decisions. Yeah. Yeah, that's probably right. And th But there's some things like, you know, when you would open the dishwasher and there's 35 utensils in the first slot, you're like, come on, man. 
Like, you guys can't open this. <laughs> yeah. Are, are you suggesting that there's a little bit more order restored? Uh, yeah. yeah. Well, I didn't really have disorder, like, when they were in. It's just, like you said, there's a house full of teenagers. They're just teenagers. There's nothing you can do about it. Mm. Right? Yeah. 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 But it is nice waking up on Saturday and Sunday when I go get coffee. I'm like, who, who the hell are you? Like, where'd you come Okay. <laughs> so so let, let me ask this, because you and Josh, I believe, are the only owners. Oh, no, that's not true. Bob, Bob Freeze as well, that have uh, boys and girls. And w- was it any different? W- was it better to have um, one set of friends over than the other set of friends? Well, when the boys were over, uh, I had stuff to talk to them about. Okay. Like, we talk about sports and, you know, because they would play and we'd watch. You know, I'd watch, they'd watch sports. And the girls were over. Uh, no, yeah, I would just, um, yeah, it was a little different when the when the girls had girls over. I always got along with them. So, they always liked coming over. It's just, you know, it's just a little different. That's all. So you wouldn't talk about getting your nails done or something like that? Yeah. <laughs> I would have thought you would have been able to uh, uh, talk about that. No, uh, I, I would. I would do stuff like, especially when they were young teens. You know, when they're kind of like, "Hey, I got friends over. You know, can you go in another room?" I would come in and say, "Hey, guys, what are you doing? You know, can I hang out?" And then get you? out of there. Yeah, can I hang out with you? Yeah, yeah, and yeah, I'd be like, "No, yeah." So it was nice to kind of be able to embarrass the girls sometimes just to let them know I was there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The boys I didn't have to worry about. Yeah. yeah exactly. Especially they were embarrassing themselves. Especially like when they're 12 and 13. Yeah. I would tease them. I'm like, dude, this, like you need to comb your hair. It's, it's a train wreck, man. <laughs> oh, come yeah. On. I don't know anything about that in, in retirement. I don't know. You know, on, on a good day, I'll comb my hair. I don't have any hair to comb anymore. All right. Um, <laughs> yeah. All right, so uh, we got Fourth of July weekend. I hope everybody has a safe and, and healthy weekend. Don't end up like uh, Pierre Paul blowing off fingers, setting off fireworks. Oh, um, uh, you know there's going to be there's going to be um, um, Instagram and tweets and and all kinds of things about uh, <laughs> newspaper articles about people losing digits. It's so, so crazy, man. Yeah, I know it is. Uh, uh, We've all been there. Yeah, you, you got something going on today or no? No, it's uh, well. Yeah, I do. I got a fight with American Airlines, who oh, changed yeah. my times to yeah. to Hawaii and pushed me back to some some crappy times. So, so my fireworks will be dealing with American Airlines. Okay. okay. Yeah. So it's going to be a whole lot of fun. Well, I have a scheduled call with them at three fifteen today. We'll we'll see if they call me back at that time. Well, I'm uh, I'm kind of doubtful. Hopefully. How about you? What, what are you doing on this day? Uh, we got Jay for a couple of hours. We're going to do something with him. Okay. And then um, I think we're going to a uh, park to go on a do a walk and then uh, get okay. something to eat. Uh, Christy and I are trying right. to do this uh, 101 Days of Summer Challenge. We're trying to walk 200 miles. What's that? 200, 200 miles, walk, walking 200 miles in 101 days. Okay. Ooh, wow. Okay, it, so that's is. about uh, – that's that's roughly two, obviously – Two two miles um, a day. Yeah. And if you walk, if you walk what three miles an hour, that's that's about forty minutes a day, forty five minutes a day, right? Yeah, it's a uh, half hour, maybe if you're quick. Yeah. Now the 
baseball season is over. I don't have practice and games, so we're able to do more. We we got we're about seven miles behind, seven or eight miles behind the average right now. So how are you tracking this? Uh, through my phone, and then it goes through you know, or through my watch, and, and, okay. and then it goes to my phone, so I can I I have it per month and per day and per week and all that stuff like that. So uh, it's a goal. good for you. That's yeah. a great challenge. Yeah, you know, I don't. It, yeah, we, actually, she mentioned the other day we might have to start two a days. <laughs> Do you need a GoFundMe page to to uh, incentivize you? <laughs> <laughs> no, I just. Yeah, no, I don't. I don't need any incentive. I, uh, money, money won't incentivize this. It, uh, money okay. doesn't incentivize laziness. I, I just so, so be, 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 besides me just wanting to walk to try and and, and stay in shape, um, part of my challenge come the end of the summer is I am going to um, attempt to walk uh, Diamond Head in on Waikiki Beach, which is an old extinct volcano, and um, apparently. My oldest daughter, who is in extremely good shape, she's she's another freak of nature. Um, said, "Hey, Dad, it's pretty steep." And now, now I'm already starting to like kind of back down. I'm like, "Well, do you think I can make it?" <laughs> yeah. So that's going to be my goal. So you, I'm sure your comeback was, "Well, I cut our backyard," and you're like, "Yeah, no, that's <laughs> yeah, yeah." <laughs> I, I, I walk hill, hills here. Uh, it's not quite the same. <laughs> yeah, it's a little different. Yeah, so. Uh, yeah, maybe uh, down the road I'll give you an update of where we're at as far as this goal. And, yeah, uh, I, yeah, I think you should. Okay, so um, so 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 this week we're going to send out a location yep. of yeah. July thirteenth All Star at, at Iron Hill. And uh, okay, listen, you have a, a, a great day today, and uh, everybody uh, like and subscribe, text us um, anything we missed. And uh, oh, hey, real, real quick, I'll talk to you. Yeah, real quick before we go, uh, you, you, your two coworkers, former coworkers, you said they they listened. Oh, uh, at least one did, and responded okay. that uh, that yes, that she liked the cold open about Britney Spears. I, That's right. I, my sense yeah. is that she never got through the rest of it. <laughs> And I even tried to make it easy and say, hey, at the 5810 mark is where you got your shout out. Oh, you told them exactly where. Yeah. All right, nice. Yeah, exact, exactly. <laughs> All right, so uh, so we got two more friends of the show, maybe. All right. <laughs> Hopefully. All right, champ, have a good it week. could be at this point, could be former friends. Who knows? <laughs> <laughs> have a good week. Talk to you next week. All right. See you, See you Chief.